Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of Stoke the Wild, the podcast dedicated to creativity, imagination, and getting you inspired. I am your host, Nick, and with me as always is our other host, Joy. And we're pumped. Super pumped. So pumped. I just took a pain med, (laughs) and we're ready to record. We gotta hurry up and record before Nick falls asleep. It's a pain med, it's not a sleeping pill. No, but they do, I think they make you tired. (sighs) I don't know. Don't act tired yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, um, yeah, the, it feels a little bit like when we recorded that episode after my neck surgery, and I was like, what? Yeah, but that was... Something w- about the office? Either that was way weirder. You were on some pretty heavy-duty stuff there. Yeah. For those of you who don't know or follow along on the social media pages, uh, I made a post about how this week I fell real hard and had to go to the ER for my knee and it turns out that those bone spurs that attacked my neck are also attacking my knee. And possibly one of them broke off, according to this scan. And it's like floating in the muscle tissue ligament area yep. behind my knee. Excuse me, it's causing a lot of pain. Hard to walk, things like that. And uh, it's, it's no fun. No fun. So I'm doing my best to be excited and ready. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. I want you to talk like that in for the rest of the episode. <clears throat> well, we're back. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to like of... sports radio. No, <laughs> from Parks and Rec. I can't say it on here. Can yes. we say that on here? Crazy Ira. Yeah. And the other one. Yeah. Yeah, we can't say that one on here. So Crazy Ira from Parks and Rec. I'm Crazy Ira. <laughs> I'm the... Yeah, you can't yeah. say that. Then we would have to. Um, Center our audience for yeah. like our youngins out there who listen. Little children's. Yeah, thank you for listening, little children's of the world. Krista, if you're listening, um, this would be a perfect episode to speed up to one and a half <laughs> while you feed your chickens. Yeah, <laughs> or something. Shout out to our friend Krista. Krista. So, um, yeah, but if you didn't know, on most apps, you can do that. Speed up the podcast. So. You also get rid of those awkward silences where I'm like, in between when I'm talking. Yeah. I forget to delete in the edit process. Our friend Krista told us, she told me recently that um, she likes to listen to the episode, to the podcast in 1.5 speed Uh because it's funny. (laughs) Because it's funnier and specifically the What We Gonna Do Today song. She cracks up every time. <laughs> she made me listen to it with I'm, her, and she funny. died laughing. It was great. It's probably really funny. Yeah. Um, we're recording uh, off-site out of our main studio space, which is our house. And uh, <laughs> we are staying in a little condo. Yeah. Airbnb in it type. Yeah. And having a little weekend here and uh, getting some work done and the bed in this in this second bedroom that joy is sitting on this little twin size bed apparently she's treating it like a trampoline (laughs) she's bouncing up and down on it and i'm just like settle you're gonna make my heart explode it's very bouncy and so it's it's soothing it feels good it's very distracting (laughs) sorry oh yeah yeah, so this week, like we, I, I feel like we've had disclaimers for like the last four episodes. We really been, have. We haven't tried to be this way, but we've been kind of on and off for the last two months, almost every other week, when typically we would do every week, 
only because of all these different health issues between mm-hmm. the flu, um, ear infections and sinus infections and uh, making up work and things like that. You know, this isn't what we only do right now. I'd love it if this was all we ever did. Mm-hmm. Um, we need your support to do that. Patreon.com slash Stoke the Wild, or you can feel free to PayPal me. Um, but we, <laughs> we, you know, with, with our other jobs to support the family, like yeah. they're, you know, there's a little give and take. And with all the different health stuff that has gone on just over the last like month and a half or two because of the craziness, we've been a little hit or miss. And I do apologize for that because we try to be diligent every week getting an episode out there. But sometimes we're planning to record. You and know, a child wakes up. Throwing up and then all of a sudden, nope, we have to set that aside because yeah. we also can't record every episode with them screaming in the background, like being kids and being fun and doing their stuff. Yeah. Uh, otherwise... With my ADD, there's no way we would get through an episode. So it's just, it's been a little difficult. I'll say that. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, our regular listeners, you guys, thank you still for listening and supporting us and being a part of this. And I just want to apologize for us being a little inconsistent. Um, But at the same time, if you're brand new and you notice some spottiness in like some of those episode dates, that's why. And, uh, you know, feel free to catch up and get back up to speed. We're still on track, though, to, you know, hit our one-year anniversary at the end of April. We might not be at 52 episodes. We might be at, like, 50 um, yeah, at the end of April true. just because of missing some of those. But, you know, we're doing our best there to, to stay on top of that. But we're real mm-hmm. excited about just what's coming with that. Yeah. And uh, it's cool. And we've had opportunities open up to us with uh, with some of the stuff, like, in a couple weeks. Uh, we're going to be doing some teaching on creativity at a yeah. com- at a conference, mm-hmm. and that's going to be really cool. Yeah, we're excited and, about and that. excited. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh, and I've had some people that I've talked to a little bit about it. Um, it's more uh, for it's more going to be faith based and the theology of creativity. Um, and so, if you're interested in that, I'm going to bring the machine for this conference, and I'm going to try and record the session as well. Yeah, um, we'll see how that goes. It'll be like the first time I've tried to do that, like mm-hmm. with an audience. Um, it'll be less conversational, like our podcast is, and more educational and teaching. But I'm yeah. gonna try and record it and see if that's something I can't either just put up, like as a teaser episode or here, check this out for more information, kind of thing. Yeah, but trying new things and experimenting. So yeah, we'll see it's how fun. it goes. Sounds good. Yeah. So joy, you've taken care of. Me and the children like this past week. Yeah. As I literally have been off my feet. Yeah, literally. Swept me. Sis. From the moment yep. I saw you. <laughs> Head over <laughs> heels. Down on one knee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Quite literally. All yeah. of the things. Yeah. No, that was a um that was an interesting day when you uh called me and said Hey, uh, I need your help. I, I can't even look at you with the bouncing right now. You're talking <laughs> and I'm like, I can't look because it's, <laughs> I'm getting like motion sickness okay. <laughs> and it's distracting. I'm sorry. Okay. I'll try to hold still. Um, but yeah, that was a, that was an interesting, uh, phone call to receive. Um, uh, <clears throat> I was in supervision with my supervisor as one might expect. <laughs> and I got... <laughs> This moment of supervision. <laughs> um, several rapid fire texts from Nick. That I, said, I think I first tried to call you. You may have. Yeah, you may have tried to call me. And then when you when I didn't answer, um, I got several texts. And they said, I need your help. ASAP. 
please help me. Please call me. <laughs> call me, please. Please call me. And I was like, what is going on? So I called him. So I was home alone. Um, I was working from home that day. Uh, mm -hmm. I wasn't Kevin McAllister, but I was working from <laughs> home that day. And kids were at school. Elo was at daycare. Joy's at work. And I'm working. Uh, and I'm outside and I fall. I don't even know what it was. And just like this loud crunch in my knee. Oh. And I like go to the ground crawl around try and get back up and like i've had this thing for probably longer than this but for at least 10 or so years i, I after i saw a doctor when joy and i first got married we I, I found out that i had this like little piece of cartilage that sometimes gets stuck under the kneecap or on the side of the knee or gets pinched into the knee if i remember correctly depending on how like my knee like is situated Yes, so I I can remember it really well. Can I tell it? Yes. Okay. okay. So um, Nick doesn't have a whole lot of cartilage left in his knees. Um, thank you, high school football kids. Don't play football; it will destroy you. So or make you lots of money. Well, I mean, yes, but also those one or, people. It's one still, or the other. There's no in between. But it still <laughs> destroys people. Anyway. That being said, he doesn't have a lot of cartilage left in his knees, and what he does have left in his knees is kind of um, janky. And so... Yeah, it's like when you've had like a, a brand new sponge, and then like you haven't bought a new one in six months, and it's like... It gets thinner and thinner, and then and it gross. gets kind of like weird and comes Something's apart. growing on it, and yeah. you're like, eh. Yeah, so that's kind of what Nick's uh, knee cartilage looks like, where there should be cartilage. Um and so what happens a lot of the time is that his kneecap will slip off to the side. He'll, his knee will basically dislocate and his kneecap will slip off to the side. And then like I learned how to fix that pretty early on in our relationship. <laughs> um, Joy just relocates my knee. I do. It's now in Tucson. <laughs> I try to say like I put it back in joint or something because yeah. that, that sounds like it makes more sense than I relocated your knee. <laughs> I relocated your knee. It's uh, in Manhattan. It's gone oh, on vacation to Florida. Um, yeah, that would be fun <laughs> to wish, go on vacation to wish, Florida. Wish I you mean. were here. <laughs> Nick's knee. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry, that was way too funny. <laughs> um, Sandy beaches, <laughs> busted kneecaps. Yeah, Florida. Florida. Um. I feel like that could be their state slogan, though. Like, <laughs> it's where old people go. Yeah. Like, where people go to die. Oh, um, yeah. Kind of, though. Like, people retire and move to Florida, right? Anyway, so I'm pretty familiar with putting uh, Nick's knee back in joint. So he called me, and he was like, this is what happened. And I was like, oh, man, again. And, like... When it happens, he can't straighten his leg. He can't put his knee back in joint by himself. Somebody else has to do it for him. So, well, but the problem was the way that I like fell. Yeah, it, it wasn't. It straightened my leg. Yeah, but it did it in such a in way the that wrong it was way. too fast, and so it didn't feel right. So I knew something either was still dislocated, or jammed, or possibly broken. Something was wrong because it wasn't like oh, I straightened it and like the 
the the initial soreness and pain from that when joy like slowly helps kind of get the knee back in place like goes away after 20 30 minutes it's not too bad mm-hmm. you know maybe an hour tops if it's like real sore but this was like a throbbing deep pain and i couldn't even put pressure on my foot like to step on it without it just hurting but i was outside i had to get back inside like all this different stuff that I needed to be able to do (laughs) and then I'm also home alone but I know something's wrong so I'm like please please come home I need you to help me because I I couldn't even drive like there's no way I could drive I had to pick up the kids from school things like that I'm like I need I can't do this I need your help yeah so I um it was afternoon you know it was in the afternoon anyway so I left work um went home made sure that Nick's knee was in joint went and picked up the kids from school went back to my work to pick up our other son from daycare and then came home. And I, I was like, if your knee is not like feeling a little bit better by tomorrow, we got to go to the doctor because something weird is going on. Yeah. Um, so slept on it literally. Uh, and then the next morning went to the ER cause it was not, it was not better at all. And it no, was like, it was like worse. It was scary looking. Yeah, swollen, bruised, and I, oh, it hurts so bad. I mean, it still does, but, like, it really hurt that day. So I went to the ER, and uh, they did a, they did a scan, and um, they're like, yeah, you've got some arthritis, and your cartilage is, you know, flat, like, flat and whatnot, but you've also got a bone spur growing here, and it looks like it's on the side, and then they did, like, the other, like, the rotation of the, from the front of the knee, where it looks like it's off to the side to then like the side view. Like of the a knee. lateral view. Yeah. yeah. And it piece of bone is floating behind the knee. Yeah. It's not attached to anything. And it either broke off. It broke off. Or yeah. it like a calcium deposit like started to grow there. Like I'm not, I don't know how all that works, but it seemed too centered like it was off to the side and at the same time in the in the, it like looked too perfectly placed behind the knee to have just broken off if that makes sense Ooh. just like visually it it do, it doesn't make sense to me mm. um and I'm not a doctor so I you know it could be totally normal mm-hmm. or normal for that problem mm-hmm. like to be that way but anyway I uh so I have to follow up with my primary care physician and he's referring me to an orthopedic surgeon because it's possible that I'm going to have to have that cleaned up and removed. I don't know if it's something that'll just kind of be manageable. Uh, right now it's not. It definitely needs to, like the swelling needs to go down and the soreness and the pulled muscle tendon, all that stuff that happened in the initial fall and twist and everything still has to heal but as far as the bone spur thing, I don't know if that's like, look, that's livable or if it's, no, we definitely need to get in there and remove it because it's just going to cause more problems. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I would imagine they'll probably get in there and clean it out. <sighs> but this is, you know, when I found out almost a year and a half ago, two years ago now that I had this degenerative bone issue, this is all stuff that they said could happen. Like it, yeah. start, it started with the pain in my spine and you know, the numbness in my hand and, you know, it's just something that I have to deal with now. Hopefully not as often as it feels like it's happened 
mm, in the yeah. future. Mm-hmm. But, you know, take it one day at a time, I guess. Yeah. So we'll figure it out. just to bring everybody up to speed to let you know where we're at and yeah. why, why things have been a little crazy. Again, you know, we want to be as consistent as possible. But sometimes stuff gets in the way. Uh, unless you hear otherwise, we will at least continue to make content for you guys because we love you and you're great and you inspire us to do great things too. So mm. keep that up. Yeah. So with all that being said, like Nick said, we are taking a weekend um, to kind of, you know, recover and whatever. Um, but today is the 29th. Of as, February. As we're recording, it is the leap day of the year. February 29th. <laughs> so this is, you know, um, leap years are very weird to me. Um, I never remember when it's a leap year. And what? Oh, it's every four years. Well, I know that, but I don't keep track. Like, do other people keep, do you keep track? Well, so it's every four years. Yeah, I know. (laughs) And at this point in time, it's lined up with both the year of the Olympics and the year of the elections. So. Yeah. It should be pretty easy to remember. But I just don't. (laughs) I just don't. I have too much other information in there. You're right. You're right. Yeah. And when you're right, you're right. I know I am. I'm but right. you are wrong about this. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm right. Anyway, I don't have that information readily available in my mind. I don't keep track of that. Um, so then when it is a leap year and I find out, oh, we have another day in the month. I'm usually pretty excited about well, it. Not just the like, month, but the whole year. Well, yes. Has but an extra like, day. But like we go from February 28th usually to March 1st. And so then it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, the interest, so the interesting thing about this and why here in the moment we are going to talk about it is uh, a couple years ago, a guy that I went to college with, Victor Saad, uh, started this project called the Leap Year Project where he challenged himself basically to go and experience new types of work and jobs and experiences across the world to create and craft his own experiential master's program essentially that he wanted to explore and develop. And along with some other people, and then he founded the Experience Institute, which is a... Um, an institute dedicated to giving uh, postgraduate students an opportunity to create their essentially own master's program. Mm-hmm. And I'm a little fuzzy on all the details because I, I see their stuff every now and then about whether or not they're fully accredited or if it's like a internship-esque type of experience and how it relates. Um, and I'd have to look more information up. I'll tag their website below, but it's really cool. He's done a lot of work with that. And he... He was a senior at Moody Bible Institute when I was a freshman and we were on the same floor and he probably has, doesn't remember me at all. Um, <laughs> but I had met him a few years before that when he came down to the church that I was at as a, in high school. Um, they put on this like youth conference and he kind of ran it and it was this conference called Explosion and it essentially was for... Um, youth group students to 
do some seminar training and education on not just scripture, but even like things that they wanted to do with their lives. And so even before that, he was kind of experimenting with this. How do we, how do we challenge and equip the next generation in a way that is different than what we've done before? Mm-hmm. And yeah. I always thought it was cool. And I, he, he was, he's very much an idea person and um, entrepreneurial and very, very smart when it comes to that stuff and uh the other day i received a postcard from the institute as someone who has like supported them in kickstarter projects and campaigns and kind of like kept up with what they're doing just saying hey this is another leap year and eight years ago or so when the first leap year project took place you know and the whole experience institute kind of started the uh maybe it's 12 years ago now like oh man I, I thought it was eight. Might be eight. I can't remember. But in increments of four, it was one of those. So, <laughs> uh, but in this postcard, it was just like, thank you for the support over the years and the things that we've been doing. And, you know, it, it's going out to everybody who's ever supported the project or the institute or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it included a bunch of stickers that just said, take the leap. And I, I just thought it was fascinating just continuing that push to, like, remember that this is a, this, these years, these leap years, in many ways are special. You have an extra 24 hours in the year. You have an extra day in the month of February. You have an extra day in the year. What are you going to do with that time? You know, it seems small. It seems insignificant in many ways, and it goes mm-hmm. by quick. But what are you going to do to push yourself with that extra time? Mm-hmm. And very much like we talked about a few episodes ago at the beginning of the year about what are we doing in the new year, what are you doing with the time that you have? How are you going to make an impact? What are you going to do to challenge yourself, push yourself, or challenge others, or equip others with something new and exciting? And I guess, um, at least for me, sometimes it's so easy to get into that stagnant place or that rut of, you know, the daily grind. <laughs> We've been sick for two months or dealing with health issues, or then this thing with the knee happens, and I go, ah, when am I going to get a break? And not a break to the legs, but like a, a break... <laughs> like an actual break where the things that I want to do gain some traction and we start Mm -hmm. moving forward. And Mm -hmm. it's really easy then to get down about that stuff. And so that postcard, as simple as it was, and even informal as it was, there was something that I needed to hear by seeing that again. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to talk about it today because I think that's important. Like those little reminders in the everyday moment saying, okay, I've got this time. I've got this moment. I've got this day. I've got these hours. How am I going to use them to create, to make, to inspire, to encourage, to push forward, um, to say no, to say yes, whatever it is like that I need to do to make change in my life or for the future as I move forward. And I don't know, it's inspiring to me. Yeah. No, and it's, um, I, like I said before, I feel like for me it always comes as a surprise, and so I'm not prepared. Uh, but at the same time, um, I, I feel like I can relate to, to what you're describing because, so, like Nick said, we've been sick for a couple of months, and one of the things for me that I, I really enjoy doing is going to the gym on a daily basis, and, um, I was out for about two months because if I wasn't sick, someone else was and I was going to spread it around and nobody needed that. 
Um, so I decided this week, you know, it's the last week of February and it's a short month anyway. And I thought, you know, I could go back this week and, um, you know, it'll be like, I, I don't know about you, but I, I kind of like starting things at like the beginning of the month or like if I'm going to try and make something into a habit, I'll, I'll do it that way. Um, and I kind of looked at it and I thought, well, I'm not going to be able to get like a whole week in, you know what I mean? Cause it's the end of the month and February is a short month and whatever. And, um, and I forgot that it's a leap year. Um, and so I thought, well, you know, and I looked at the calendar and I thought, well, maybe I'll do it, you know, and I'll, I'll go back this week because maybe it doesn't matter that it's not the beginning of the month. And for me, even though it's not, it wasn't a leap day situation, it was um, one of those, I have this time right now and I can choose to pursue something that I want to start doing again. Or I can say, well, I'll do that later. Or I, or like waste my time. Um, and so I decided to go back and, uh, and it was really hard and, but it, but I'm glad that I did it and I'm glad that I went, um, because it was also really good. And so I think about things like that in terms of like a creative project and things that I would like to be working on and, um, writing or, you know, painting or drawing or whatever it is. And I think a lot of the times I think, well, I don't have adequate time to do this from start to finish, or I don't have, um, you know, this isn't, this isn't planned. And if it's not planned, a lot of times it can make me feel uncomfortable. But when we have that extra day, it gives us the opportunity mm-hmm. to, like you said, really pursue those things and to challenge ourselves and to say, what am I going to do to make sure that I'm not staying the same? Yeah. Well, we've talked about this before, like in the mindfulness episode and in recentering, like there's an investment we have to make in ourselves to stay healthy if we want to pursue creativity. But ultimately, there's like the investment in our creative process that we also have to consider. And, mm-hmm. you know, and if we don't set aside the time, if we don't put together the work, if we don't force ourselves in many ways to in the begrudging mundane moments of I feel like I've just been sitting here typing and I haven't gotten anywhere if we don't continue to trudge through that you know when it's necessary Mm -hmm. then we are not making the investment into the reality we want to create for ourselves and while philosophically that sounds very cliche like I'm building my reality the truth is if you don't do anything it's never going to happen you can't just expect it to fall into your lap or for someone to just hand it out to you saying here do this for us you know you have to work for it you have to mm. be hungry for it you have to continue to pursue the passions that you've been pledged to and that investment takes you know failings and it takes a return but it also takes time and resources and energy and you have to be willing to put that in. So when you're given an extra day, an extra set of 24 hours, an extra week, an extra whatever in your schedule or in your life, whenever it may come, not just in a leap year, what are you going to do with it to make the investment in yourself? Maybe it's still mindfulness and resetting and, and recentering, but maybe it's more so of, no, I'm going to actively pursue this with the intent to 
get better or to finish this project or to put this piece out or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. So that way you are furthering yourself in the process. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, one of the things that I like to do that could be applied on, on a leap day in a leap year, um, for those of you who like me, sometimes it's difficult to plan or you feel kind of, um, stuck when, um, when, when you suddenly have time available to you is, uh, I used to do this in college a lot. So if I would get like an unexpected free day, class was unexpectedly canceled, or I would forget that we had a, a day off of, of classes, I would say, okay, I'm going to pack a bag, you know, a small backpack or satchel or whatever with some of my favorite art supplies. And I'm going to go ahead and follow my creative whims wherever that leads me and um grab my you know my u-pass and uh and take a train or a or a bus anywhere i wanted to go and i would think i'm going to go to this neighborhood and now i'm going to paint or i'm going to do you know draw with pastels or i'm gonna you know whatever and then as soon as that started to feel like okay i'm done with this this is over i would get up and then i would go to the next location and it gave me this sense of um, it doesn't have to be finished. It doesn't all have to be completed. It's not the destination. I know that's like trite, but it's not the destination. It's the journey. And what you were talking about when it comes to imagining your reality, there are actual studies that show that imagining things help them they they help you to work harder at them and to and to do it more often but instead of just imagining um the end result imagining the process is actually what what gets you there yeah i think that it's uh that that's very important so we'll be right back after this message from our sponsor all right so also during uh just this brief break for an ad here uh mentioned at the top of the episode that one of the things that we are uh that we've been doing is you know we've been on patreon uh for a little while since we started the podcast and if you go to patreon.com slash stoke the wild you can support the show that way as well for the price of a cup of coffee um you can uh, help us continue to produce content and be available and do this work creatively as well and it helps us out but um, since the beginning of 2020 i've been doing these bonus episodes uh, stoke the wild presents on and on where i've uh, kind of talked through some of my life story and then um, in february i had uh, patrick dertinger my brother on as a guest where we talked through the lord of the rings and some of jr our tokens um, influence into that um, but this month here in March, we've got a special guest, Chris Campbell, who was on our show, episode six, I believe. And um, he and I are spending uh, some time talking through uh, John Steinbeck's life and East of Eden, fatherhood, and what it looks like to hand down sometimes the things that we've seen growing up in life and how we can break some of those cycles um, as how that ties into the theme of 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 some of Steinbeck's work, but also specifically in East of Eden. So it's a great one. Um, I encourage you guys to check that out. Again, that's available on Patreon for all of our supporters uh, as bonus episodes, patreon.com slash stoke the wild on with the show. All right. So, you know, wrapping up this conversation on leap years, Yeah. 
you have this extra day and you know by the time this episode goes out and everybody listens to it you know this day has gone by but at the same time (laughs) the day has gone by but at the same time you think about again 24 hours or what do you the investment right that we were talking Mm -hmm. about Mm -hmm. how do you how do you invest in yourself how do you take intentional time to say i'm going to make sure that i'm doing what is necessary to push myself forward yeah that's the question i mean yeah i I think it varies uh depending on the person and and also depending on your life situation Mm -hmm. yeah like what i used like i was talking earlier about what i used to do in college right um and i would kind of like follow my creative whims on those kinds of days Mm mm-hmm But maybe that's not what it is for someone else. Maybe it's, hey, this is, uh, you know, something that I want to accomplish and uh, like a, something that I, like a project that I need to complete or something along those lines. And um, I know that if I can get this off my plate, then I'm going to feel a lot better. And so, you know, kind of just like bearing down and getting it done. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, um, you know, we were talking and even before the show, the the idea that, you know, sometimes you try to plan these things, um, whether it's a getaway or a retreat or a time for rest and relaxation, and sometimes you overpack it. And, mm. you know, you were talking about, like, with that college time, like, a, yeah. it's not cliche. I know it's cliche, but it's not about the destination. It's about the journey, you know, and all this stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes the ever-evolving mystery of discovery is helpful to the process. Yeah. Um, and sometimes you have to go through, you know, the hard work of setting goals and creating boundaries to make sure that you are on task. Whatever mm. it looks like for you, you have to discover that. Yeah. You have to then stick to it, though, and challenge yourself to say, I'm going to work within these parameters, different than like creative parameters, but I'm going to work in the parameters of my functionality. So I can, again, as we talked about, create this reality I want to see for myself creatively, whether that's in a new job, uh, in work styles, in in crafting new stories, or writing new work, or just putting yourself out there for other people to discover. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, That makes me, you know, sort of think about like a checklist situation. Like if if it is something like that where it's functional, it's like, I need to get this done. Um, or I want to advance in this particular area, then y- yeah, like creating some form of this is how I'm going to stay on task. Right. Yeah. And again, that works for probably 90% of the people in the world. And then for some of you, it's like, no, checklists don't work for me. Yeah. So whatever it is that you do to stay on task, you, you do it. But one, you you stick to those parameters. Oh yeah, absolutely. There, I will say that there's one thing like, um, you know, if you're not a checklist person, like I've started trying checklists because at least it is something tangible. But if you're a motor learner like me, like a mechanic, uh, <laughs> I learned the motor. I learned the motor. No, there's like visual, audit, auditory, and then like sensory motor. Mm-hmm uh and i'm sensory motor and so usually you're like the kind of people who learn by doing not by listening and not by just watching 
but so for me at least with a checklist i like have something in my hand and i'm you know doing something but i have been considering trying something new when i know that i have a set number of tasks to accomplish i've been thinking about getting two small trays and um i don't know like say 10 smooth pebbles and putting the pebbles however many pebbles match the number of tasks that i need to complete like on the tray in the left hand side and then when i complete the task taking a pebble and moving it over because it's something that's a little bit different yeah a little bit more tactile and a little bit more like physical and i can look and i can physically see a thing yes you can see checklists but it's not the same as picking something up and moving right. it over to symbolize that, oh, I have done this thing. And mm-hmm. so maybe that's your leap year thing. You know, when you are like, okay, I have to get this done. Um, maybe it's not a checklist for you. Maybe it's something more like that. Maybe it's something mm-hmm. just, yeah, more tangible. That's interesting because I there's no way. I'd have to have like both systems in front of me so I can make sure that the pebble matches up to what I need the to task. do. Otherwise, I'd be like... What do all these things mean? <laughs> I just, uh, did I move them? Did I not move them? Where am I at? Do I have seven left or three left? Well, yeah. Well, that's why you would have a tray on the left and a separate tray on the right. And you would only put tasks to be done on the one side. And tasks yeah, you might, that were completed I'd, I'd be would always be on the other side. <laughs> and <laughs> Don't set w- those parameters for me. They're my parameters. Oh, okay. I will say part of why I haven't done that yet is because not all of my tasks are the same. And so just because I have seven pebbles in a small dish doesn't mean that I know what those tasks are yeah. and that I'm going to remember what those tasks are. Right. So right. it's got its flaws, to be sure. Yeah. Well, you know, again, that's part of the, the discovery saying I need to do something or I want to use this opportunity to discover how to make this investment myself. Mm-hmm. And maybe you already know how to do that. Great. But if not, maybe your extra time this year or your challenge for this year is to say, I'm going to figure that out so that way I can continue to get better. Mm-hmm. Um, because, again, that is that is our goal, right? Like as creatives, as podcasters, as friends and allies for you, yeah. you know, our listeners, we want you to feel like you are being challenged and pushed forward. And, yes, sometimes there's just entertainment. And, yes, sometimes it's ridiculousness or goofiness. But ideally – you're being informed and educated in such a way where you're like, oh, that's cool. I've never thought about that way. And so it pushes you to think differently about how you're making, creating, living, whatever it might be. So that way, again, you're moving forward, never backwards, but forward. Mm-hmm. And with this, it's the same thing. Only we can't do it for you. We can give you suggestions and ideas. And our hope is that you take that going, yeah, I want to make this year different here's how i'm going to do it or i want to make this task different here's how i'm going to do it yeah or i know i want to see change i just got to figure out what's going to help me make those steps Mm -hmm. so that being said because it is a leap year and because it's a segment we do each and every week it is now time for what we're going to do today What we gonna do today? All right. So, with what we gonna do today? This segment, if you're brand new, 
we spend some time talking about the projects and things that we are working on. And I just mentioned uh, my friend Chris Campbell, who again was on is on this this month's episode of our bonus episode on Patreon. Uh, he has been working on some poetry stuff that has been really cool. And he kind of filled me in, and you can hear some of that on that podcast about some of the work that he's been doing as he's been, uh, he's a graphic designer and a visual artist as well, but he's kind of put some of that aside to really focus on his poetry, doing some slam poetry stuff and going out and doing these um, poetry events like in shops and things like that, which has been really cool. And uh, so he asked if I would share some of that, so... I am, and that's really awesome. Some of the stuff that he's been working on. You can follow him at Chris Campbell on his social media pages, and uh, I'm sure he would dig that as well. But Joy, what are you? Uh, what you working on? Well, I'm working on a lot of things, a lot of moving pieces, um, <laughs> mostly work. Uh, trying to get caught up again after being sick and everyone else being sick. Um, but I think that the thing that I would really like to sort of focus on and, and set a goal of doing you know mm -hmm. for this week is to be outside because yeah. it is supposed to be warm and beautiful and i want to breathe as much outside air as i can without it hurting my face yeah and it's going to be warm and so it shouldn't hurt my face so i'm really excited about that uh if it's sunny even better like going outside feeling the sunshine and breathing warm air sounds amazing yeah so simple goal but that's that's it very cool yeah uh yeah i think for this week especially um since i'm kind of off my feet with my knee being messed up yeah uh my goal this week is really to uh pour into you know my my passion projects outside of Outside of my normal work stuff, take some of this extra time where I'm, you know, a little more uh, immobile, desk bound, you know, to really stay on it. As uh, as I've been kind of throwing myself into my work with everything the last few months and then with health stuff and just, you know, whatever, uh, it's been hard to set aside that time. So, again, using these moments to my advantage and working on my short stories and my my paintings and the book stuff that I've got planned and in mind. So that's my goal this week. That's cool. What I'm going to do today. Mm -hmm. And you guys, like I said, can always share with us what you're doing. Email us, stokethewild at gmail.com or catch us on social media at stokethewild on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram and let us know. And uh, we'd love to, like I said, share that stuff with us. That's how Chris... Did it, he sent us a message on uh, our Facebook Messenger page and let us know what was going on. And then he talked a little bit about it again on the show that we recorded for for March. Um, mm -hmm. But just let us know what's going on. I, you know, I've seen some of our other friends and followers make some things. And we mentioned, I think, last week or the week before about uh, our friend Mark and our friend Ross and some of the creative stuff that we've seen them do as they post on their social media pages. So just, mm -hmm. you know, if you've got stuff you're doing and working on, Share it with us. We'd love to see it. You know, I just thought of one thing. What? We should, uh, you know, now that it has been, it's it's been officially announced. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, one of the cool things that our wonderful, wonderful, wonderful sister-in-law and her brother and his wife, and of course, our sister-in-law is married to my brother. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
when you said her brother, I was like, that's not right. Because well, I was thinking about Patrick. No, but because technically it's it's Nate it, and Greta. Yeah. Like it started Nate with them. So uh, Patrick and Greta. So my brother Patrick and his wife Greta, who were on, I think, episode 18. You can check it out mm-hmm. on Coffee and Science. Um, they have Two Mile Coffee Bar, the coffee shop where I work part time as well. And that's co-owned by Greta's brother, Nate, and his wife, Sonia. And they have just announced officially that they are opening a second shop, a second two-mile coffee bar shop at the 99th Street Station um, in the same two-mile stretch. So the reason why they're called Two Mile is because they're on a two-mile stretch of stations and stops as you head into the city through Beverly, Morgan Park, and that kind of south... uh, um, west side of chicago as you head out of the city mm-hmm. and so um it's really cool kind of like dichotomy of shops and and um stops and different things like that along the train line so their their first original location is in the 95th beverly street station this one's in 99th street station or in that area right next to the station mm-hmm. i should say and so uh they're looking at uh april for opening up that shop, which That's would crazy. be uh, which would be fantastic, it'd be around their one year anniversary from when the original one opened up as well. Yeah, and I'm really pumped for them, uh, both as a family member and a supporter of the shop, but mm. also as an employee because I just think it's great that it's going so well and it's a great place to work and a great place to come visit. So mm. yeah. if you're in the area, check it out, Two Mile Coffee Bar. Yeah. So that's what they're doing. I'm really excited for another location to open up um, with like maybe different hours. Yeah. That would be really cool for, you know, especially if you are a mom with like kids and you're like, oh, I want to go get coffee. But, I, you know, um, I want to go like in the early afternoon or something like that. Then maybe they'll have some more. Um, some some further extended hours. Yeah, I don't know all the complete details yet. And yeah. I'm, I know, but I know they've got things in the works and some different offerings. And it's cool. definitely, it's going to be same but different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is I'm cool. You know, really it'll, excited. Be, it'll be definitely in the bloodline of what they're doing at the original shop. But because it's a different setup, there'll be some newer and different things that they're planning. Mm-hmm. Which is cool and yeah. exciting. Yeah, super excited for that. So... So, guys, yeah, you know, as you continue to pursue this year of creativity and you continue to pursue your passions and the arts, take advantage of the time that you have this leap year and the investment and uh, pursue what you need to do to make sure you are moving forward in in the projects and, and things you want to do. Yeah, for sure. And uh, once again, check out some of our great friends who've inspired this episode, like Victor Saad. Um, on Instagram and uh, the Experience Institute. That stuff is linked down below in the liner notes as Mm -hmm. well as Chris Campbell. Um, And again, check out that Patreon episode to become a supporter of that. And we thank you guys so much for just being there for us and listening. And again, be on the lookout as we continue to approach our one year for some of the new stuff coming along as well. I'm going to keep hinting at it until we're ready to reveal some of these secret things. Yes. All right. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Nick Dertinger Art. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter. I mean, I mean, I guess on Facebook too. Um, at JM Dertinger. Yep. And as always, go to StokeTheWild.com for our shop merch and some other cool stuff. And we will catch you guys next time. Bye.